Okay, we are back on this Monday, an extremely busy one, particularly if you're at a land crossing. Of course, the border is back open, the land crossings between us and the U.S. For the first time in 20 months, fully vaccinated Canadians can now travel into the U.S. over the land border. What you need to know if you're thinking of crossing, here's our friend, the travel guy, Jim Byers, joins us now on Global News Radio. Hey, Jim, good afternoon. Jeff, how are you, man? I'm okay, thanks. Uh, what have you been hearing about the borders? Our reports are they're extremely busy today. Yeah, it's pretty busy. Surprisingly, I was just reading something a few minutes ago, Jeff, about uh, Mexico border in San Diego, which I assume would have been Bedlam. And it really wasn't all that bad, according to the uh, Associated Press. But I think the Canadian-American ones have been a little bit busier. Don't forget, you know, there are a lot of Canadian snowbirds uh, who've been anxious to get down to their properties and and wanted to drive and take their cars or RVs, whatever. And I, I read a couple of days ago, there were evil, even people lining up at some of the RV parks uh, close to the border because they want to be the first people over over and get their vaccinations and head down to their uh, places in Florida or Arizona. So I think it's been a pretty, pretty busy day at the border. Yeah, obviously, I think a lot of snowbirds wanted to get the jump and maybe uh, hopefully bypass the uh, lineups we are now seeing uh, here this afternoon. Uh, having said that, for those that are crossing snowbirds or not, uh, what do you need to know? Uh, what is required to get over the land crossing starting today? Well, it is a little different from land crossings from air crossings. As, as you know, I mean, for reasons that have really never been fully explained, Canadians have been able to fly to the U.S. for uh, recreational, non-essential purposes, uh, even since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, but that's not been the case for people from a lot of other countries that the U.S. had on kind of a no-fly list, if you like. Uh, as of today at midnight, um, Monday, November 8th, that has been changed. So uh, other people are able to fly into the country that haven't been. For Canadians, the big change today, Jeff, is that you can finally drive over the border after 20 months. Now, uh, if you fly by air, you have to show proof of a, uh, of a PCR or a rapid antigen test. So it can be the cheaper rapid tests, uh, but you have to show that negative COVID test result if you fly. If you drive, on the other hand, you only have to show proof of vaccination. So that's a lot easier. Most Canadians do have double vaccination status. Uh, it's pretty easy for Canadian now to go to the United States, which is by, by driving, which is something that most of us have not been able to do for, boy, almost two years now. All right. So is today just kind of foreshadowing uh, what is going to be the trend, do you think, for the next uh, little while that the borders are going to be pretty busy? I think it'll be fairly busy. And, you know, the, the trouble is, though, on the other side, and, and this has been the issue that, that we've discussed in the past, Jeff, and uh, a lot of attention has been focused on this in the last few days, which is that Canadians or visitors coming into Canada still have to get this uh, PCR style test. Uh, it's a little bit more uh, invasive. It's definitely more expensive. It's up to, uh, boy, I was just in California last week. I was quoted uh, $25 for a, uh, just for booking an appointment and another 200 US uh, if I wanted to get a PCR test and get my result within 72 hours. That's almost, not quite $300, but it's about 275 Canadian. That's just for me. My wife was gonna be another 275. Uh, so we ended up doing something a little bit different, but it's very expensive uh, and sometimes difficult for a Canadian or a visitor coming back into Canada to, to get that PCR test. A lot of experts are saying, look, you'd be just as well off to have a rapid antigen test taken you know, within a day or so of traveling. Uh, big city mayors from Ontario and upstate New York uh, held a virtual press conference this morning uh, to say, this, this is something we agree with. It's too expensive. It's too difficult. Please bring in a PCR test. So the Canadian government is just the last couple of days 
started to hint that maybe they'd be willing to do that. Uh, Dr. Tam, I think last Friday, uh, said that they would be looking carefully at, at the rules to see whether maybe things can be changed. Yeah. Has the government, has Dr. Tam or someone else uh, mentioned why they are so adamant about the PCR test? Why it can't just be a rapid test, uh, the much cheaper test? Because you're absolutely right about the cost, $275, $300. Obviously, if you go over there with your partner, I mean, there's $600 right there. That pretty much negates the, the day trips, right? I don't think there's going to be too many absolutely. day trips when there's a $600 <laughs> price tag attached to it. Yeah, that wasn't it, there before. You have to save a lot at the outlet mall to make up the $600, yeah. I think, yeah. So no, Dr. Tam, the only words that they've said, Jeff, it's, it's kind of buzzword stuff, but it's basically, they've been saying, look, uh, the gold standard is the PCR test. And, that, and that's true. A PCR test, and I, I've read different accounts and PCR tests are, are close. Some experts say to 90 to 100% accurate, whereas the rapid antigen tests are maybe 80 to 90% accurate. But a rapid antigen test taken within a day at 80% or 80 to 85, let's say, uh, percent accuracy seems a lot better to some people than a test taken three days in advance that's more accurate because you have two more days of potential exposure. So, you know, if you look at the balance of it, it seems fairly equal to a lot of experts. And I think the Canadian government might be looking at this, but they don't appear to be in any big hurry. All right. Meanwhile, you just got back. Uh, we heard from uh, California. Give us the uh, latest. Uh, how was the trip? Uh, how was the process? Uh, how was the flight? Uh, how did it all go? Yeah, no, it was fun. You know, I mean, I was, my dad just had his uh, 90th birthday, so that was pretty cool. So uh, we had 30 or 40 people at a at a party in his place in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, so that was really outstanding. Um, yeah, the travel thing, it's, it's like my third uh, flight to the U.S. in maybe six weeks. I am getting used to it. Um, you, you go over the border and uh, you have to show your proof of vaccination and your uh, negative uh, uh, COVID test result once you get to the uh, terminal uh, to get into the United States. Um, there is a large backup for people at Pearson Airport if you do not have a Nexus Pass. Most Canadians do not have a Nexus Pass, unfortunately. I recommend you get one if you travel at all because it's 50 bucks, I think, for five years and the lines are almost negligible. Um, to go through U.S. Customs if you have an excess pass. So it's a it's a godsend to be able to do that. The planes are pretty full right now. Uh, there's less planes flying, uh, less demand, but less planes. So I find the, the planes are, are pretty close to full most of the time, which is maybe not the best experience for people right now. But, you know, there is cleaning going on. There's the mask uh, requirements that happens on U.S. airlines as well as Canadian airlines, Jeff. So it's an okay experience coming back into Canada. You know, you do have to have your proof of vaccination. You have to have your Arrive Can app. You have to have your COVID test results if they ask for them. That's a little bit more cumbersome than it has been. Uh, but it, I, I find the system works okay. It's, it's a little nerve wracking, but um, it's working all right. Let me ask you about plane tickets, because we've been talking about that the last week or so. We were just mentioning the price of the PCR uh, test to get back in uh, once you've used the land border crossing. But plane tickets have become really exorbitant. Do we know what's uh, driving those prices uh, up right now? Well, you know, I mean, they did the airlines, in fairness to them, had, you know, 16, 18 months of, of virtually no traffic, you know, a, a, a the, the the seats, you know, the revenue per seats was just almost negligible. Uh, hardly anybody was really flying, especially internationally, a little bit domestically, but not much on a transborder basis. So they are trying to make up for a lot of lost money. Yes, they did get bailout funds from the Canadian government, and that helps a good deal. Uh, but I don't think any of them are exactly rolling in cash right now. So they're trying to look at this market and say, okay, 
How can we sensitively raise prices enough to make a little bit more money, but not scare off people from wanting to travel? So I think the airlines being, you know, big businesses that they are, understand that there's a lot of pent up demand that people have had 18 or 20 months without seeing their family, without seeing their friends, without maybe going to their condo in Florida, whatever it may be. And they're really dying to spend some money and get out there. So I think it's a, you know, what the market will bear sort of thing at this point. I think as well, you know, we do have the Christmas season coming up and the busy winter season. I suspect prices may start to drop a little bit in the new year as things get a little bit more normalized but not right now. Right now, you know, cars are still expensive. Uh, flights are still quite expensive. So, uh, you know, with the land borders open, maybe more Canadians will choose to maybe take their own car, do a driving trip to the States, save a lot of money on their airfare. Okay. Just finally, let me ask you about March break then, because I think a lot of families have got their eye on that for the first time in a long time. Is it better, do you think, to wait with the where prices are right now, Jim? Are there any kind of last minute deals or is that a real roll of the dice when it comes to particularly the weeks of March break? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a roll of the dice. I mean, generally speaking, Jeff, you know, for most airfares, you know, if, if people are buying an airfare five or six months or eight months in advance, the airlines know you really want to go. You know, they're they're kind of guessing that you've probably got a, a family occasion, a wedding, a funeral, but well, not a funeral, but a wedding or some big event to go to. So generally speaking, for most flights, it's always kind of been six to eight weeks is, is a kind of the sweet spot for booking your flights or maybe at the last minute, if you don't mind, uh, maybe going to a place that you weren't expecting. If you have your mind set on something, though, I would think maybe two to three months, one to two months, uh, somewhere in that range is is probably a good uh, a good time to buy. Uh, but right now, our flights are pretty expensive. So if if I was looking at March break right now, I'd probably wait and see. All right, great stuff as always. Canada's travel guy, Jim Byers. Jim, thanks so much. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Jeff. All right, we're back after this break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.